Live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Lee Chambers. Cambridge 105 Radio. At and Warren Clark, who are in a production of Afterlife at the Corpus Playroom, running from the 13th to the 17th of December. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to have you here. Yes, if you could uh, explain the relevance of the eternal memory, Matt, just tell us what the play is about. Um, well, it's essentially about these. It's, the play is called Afterlife, and it's about what happens, I guess, afterlife, funnily enough. Um, and it's about these guides helping people who have just entered the afterlife decide on a memory that they will experience for eternity. And, yeah. That's, from, so from they've got on. to decide on one uh, one memory that they're going to spend, the well, forever with. Yeah. And it's obviously quite a, a big, <laughs> um, poignant thing. And it makes for a very interesting and engaging story, I found it, a very powerful and poignant and quite beautiful story at many a moment. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic idea. Um, and what about your characters? Warren, tell me about your character. So Matt and I both play um, two of the guides. There are five guides, and they guide the guided. And uh, they help the guided choose their memories, and the guides recreate the memories for the guided and help them pass through to the, uh, to the afterlife. So it's sort of set in a kind of limbo, is it? Yeah, it's a kind of very, very dull, austere, uh, bureaucratic um, hinterland between uh, here and the ever after. And we are sort of quite officious um, people um, to, to help people through their uh, choices. Some people struggle with the choices. For some, it comes quite easy. And some change their choices through the course of the week that they spend in this, this uh, bureaucratic um, halfway house. Yeah, so you're more than just ciphers, you have characters and personalities yes. of your own. Which are revealed throughout the play and we have sort of different backstories and, you know, we, we were living at one point as well and uh, so we have our own stories as to why perhaps we haven't moved on. And this idea of spending eternity with just one memory, this must be something that you've explored uh, when you're thinking about the play. I mean, have you decided what memory you'd like to take with you to eternity? I've, for me personally, I, I, I'm not entirely sure. I feel like... It's one way I explored, but I feel like it's um, it's such a hard, <laughs> such a hard decision as it's sort of explored within the play. It's one where there's so many, I guess, factors to think about. Um, cause, uh, it was one of the first things actually our director asked us in, in one of our earliest rehearsals, I guess, um, what our memory would be. I, I didn't have the most interesting answer. I was just one that was sort of relevant in the moment because of the the location. But um, I'm not personally sure what mine one would be. It's one that I need to think about more, definitely. Yeah, big decision. <laughs> Massive decision. Yeah. What about I, you, I think, Warren? Well, I mean, part of what the, the, the play says is that it's not about a moment, it's about a feeling. Uh, so it's not necessarily about sort of, and there's, there's a line that I say, actually, which is, which is, you know, we don't recreate moments, we recreate the feelings of how you felt in that moment. I think that was quite important, actually, in um, saying you're not kind of trying to mimic and uh, and uh, recreate. There's a, there's a line one of the other guys says, we don't recreate with exactitude um, what happened. And we just say, well, let's try and recreate how you feel. So, yeah, because you could go for big life moments, couldn't you? Yeah. Birth of children, or you could go mo for moments of extreme happiness, maybe on a holiday or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we did try and incorporate some of those. Um, in well, there's, there's, there's a sequence in the play which is a, which is effectively all the memories being brought, brought to life. And we sort of inserted a couple of our own memories in that because um, they're not necessarily written down in the script it just says you know recreate some memories um so that was quite it's been quite interesting to yeah, it was a good one to explore because 
it, it did lead further into that discussion once again, where even if it's not our own, what people could even take as memories, because because of such a range of, it could be anything depending on on the person and, and what means something to them. And this is by Jack Thorne. He's a cracking writer, isn't he? Yeah, so he's written a, a bunch of things. So it was performed at the National in, in 2021. Um, it's a one-act play, which might appeal to some people, so we're doing it in uh, in 90 minutes all the way through, so you'll be home uh, home in time for the pub <laughs> for uh, Mulder Wine and Mince Pies as we write this Christmas. Uh, but yeah, he's written plays, he's written lots of TV screenplays, so um, from a, a play point of view, he's written the script for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, as a TV writer, he wrote The Help, which was on screen last year. He's written the screenplay for his Dark Materials, he's written for Shameless Skins. Mm. Any any decent TV over the last 10 years he's written, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, quite a man. And this is uh, the Corpus Playroom, which is uh, a great space, but a challenging space. Mm. It's, it's a, it's a, I think that's a, it's a great challenge, though, because with the play, it's a very intimate theatre. It's a, such a... It's a nice, small space where I think it really suits this play because of the intimacy it creates when it's talking about such personal things to... to um, all, all these people in, in the play it's nice I guess that it's surrounded by the people in from different sides that it's it can engage with everyone in that area and kind of create that intimate environment it is intimate I mean if people haven't been there it's like an L shape isn't it with the yeah. stage in the corner of the L so bits of the audience two bits of the audience can't can't see the other yeah. the other bit and I think that's also the challenge that we've had is exits and entrances sort of because <laughs> it's, it's going almost it's trying to find the best way to come on and off because it's a limited space because of that, um, which has been a, an interesting challenge definitely to face. Yeah, there are no wings, are there? So you you have to no. go off or you can't kind of loiter around. <laughs> to completely disappear. <laughs> uh, so how are rehearsals going? Yeah, it's good. We had, um, so Matt wasn't there on Saturday, but we had a little run in the space actually on Saturday, which was quite good, having sort of um, done it in various rehearsal rooms and front rooms over the last few weeks to actually get into the space and, and feel the challenge of, of where the audience are going to be. And so it's like a, as you say, it's like a, it's like a diamond shape, and you have <laughs> audience on two sides of the diamond and, and walls on the other two sides of the diamond. And then you, there's a kind of a point at the front of the stage, which is the wall, which we've decided is a position of power in the um, mm. in the stage of the play. So at various points, it's go go and take the wall position. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's, if you're there, you know you, you're kind of dominating that scene in particular. So. And it's directed <laughs> by Cat Nichols. This is a between the bars production. Tell me about some of the other actors and, and characters who we might see if we come along. So uh, the other guides are uh, Matt, myself, uh, David John, uh, Alicia Hussey and Emily Starr. And uh, I'm, you're not going to put me on the spot and try and remember everyone's name. <laughs> I'm gonna fail, fail visibly. Um, and then uh, I'm not going to go through them all. I should have written them down, sorry. Uh, no, it's all right. Just, uh, just uh, a few. Just a few yeah. select. Um, so and it's, it's quite an age range, actually, because the, the point about the, this kind of afterlife is that, that there are young people and there are old people, depending on when they died in their life. Um, you might know one of the young people very well. <laughs> the daughter is in it. Um, and uh, then, you know, you have sort of 70-year-olds uh, um, who have sort of lived a full life and um, uh, played by Sandra. And um, uh, people have... have uh, and one uh, there's one character which has an interesting story, and we can't really say too much about that, but, but they have a connection with one of the guides, so... It sounds fun, and uh, it's uh, running from the 13th to the 17th of December. Uh, if uh, people are thinking, oh, you know, you know, it's, it sounds it sounds good, but I'm still not quite sure, how would you sell it to them? So we were just chatting about this outside. So it's in the run-up to Christmas, but it's not a Christmas show, <laughs> and that might suit some people who are, you know, don't want uh, dwarves and Cinderella balls and uh, and all the, the chintz that comes at Christmas. It's uh, it's something to make you think. 
um, and uh, hopefully we'll make you feel in the in the spirit of the play we'll make you feel something and uh, as I said it's short it's one act it starts at night 7.30 you'll be in the pub by 9 what, what it, can we say? It sounds uh, <laughs> profound but I mean there are moments of lightness in it I'm guessing as well well that's the thing uh, is it, what I, I find very like beautiful about this play is, is I guess the moments of lightness in such a um, poignant situation because obviously you know after life it's quite a big topic to go down in terms of a a play, and I think it's something, as you you were saying, Warren, that really makes you think, um, and it, and I guess appreciate, I guess, life, and I guess some of the the memories and moments that you've had within your own life, and I think that's something that, especially in I think modern society where there's a lot of bad news going on, I feel all the time at the moment, it's something where it lets you sit down and watch something, and you think actually. There is a lot of good things going on. There's a lot of great moments and happy memories within our lives. Excellent. So, yeah, so it's uplifting. Yeah, definitely. So, 13th to 17th of December, uh, Afterlife by Jack Thorne at the Corpus Playroom, adctheatre.com. Good luck with it all. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're quite near now. You run through stage, so that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Feeling confident? Know your lines? Yeah, we've, we've still got some uh, <laughs> some of the kind of the, the dream sequence and the the, uh, the memory sequence are the sort of most challenging things, which you can't really do until you've got everyone there because such such a lot happens in them. So we've had some refining to do there, but otherwise, yeah, yeah pretty good. It's enjoying it. Well, good luck. Good luck. Sounds great. Cambridge 105 Radio.